Hi, everyone. I'm CNN political reporter Dan Marica, in again for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. President-elect Joe Biden's philosophy in choosing his cabinet is on full display. History, diversity, experience, and a personal relationship. Meanwhile, Biden's transition continues while President Trump latches on to yet another election fraud mirage. And finally, Georgia Republican Senators Purdue and Leffler recently announced their full support for the president's latest election fraud lawsuit. Today, President-elect Biden announced General Lloyd Austin as his pick for defense secretary, which would make him the first black man to lead the Pentagon. Biden is also expected to nominate Ohio Congresswoman Marsha Fudge to run housing and urban development and former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack to reprise his role of running that department. One takeaway here is that there is clearly a pattern forming with Biden's picks, either a commitment to diversity with Fudge and Austin or an experienced hand who can step in and do the job right away, like with Vilsack. But there is another constant in Biden's picks a personal connection with the newly minted nominees. Biden served with Vilsack in the Obama administration and has discussed how he met General Austin while on trips to Afghanistan as vice president and continued to work with him. Today, it's my great honor, and it really is an honor, to add to my national security team, leader of extraordinary courage, character, experience, and accomplishment, and a man who I've seen some of the more interesting parts of the world with. <laughs> when I was vice president. Someone with whom I have worked closely for many years, and I've seen perform to the highest standards under intense pressure. Now, that's not to say Austin won't face hurdles, as we discussed yesterday. Some Democratic senators, like Elizabeth Warren, are already signaling that they oppose granting Austin the needed waiver for him to serve as defense secretary. But just as important to Biden is the fact that Austin had a relationship with his late son, Beau. He was Bo's commanding officer in Iraq and attended mass with the president's son. A relationship with Bo was also a factor in Biden's choice of Kamala Harris for vice president. All of these factors, including the consideration of a personal relationship, are at play in Biden's last major cabinet pick to make, attorney general. CNN is reporting that Senator Doug Jones, Judge Merrick Garland, and Sally Yates are the top contenders, with Jones being the frontrunner. Now, all of them bring experience to the table, while candidates like Yates and Garland have a personal relationship with the president-elect. Jones, the frontrunner, just lost his re-election bid in Alabama and is a more moderate choice, something that could be an issue with progressives. But for Biden, the most important attribute could be that personal relationship. Now, here is what else matters today. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar appeared on CNN's New Day this morning to talk about the transition. Here's what he had to say. I've already met with the Biden transition team. We want to make sure they get everything that they need. I want to ensure that any transition is as smooth, as professional as possible, because we're about ensuring the health and well-being of the American people. And that's, that's, that's what matters to me. Azar pledged a smooth transition, which, to be honest, is quite rare from a top member of President Donald Trump's administration. Because while Biden's team is preparing to contain the pandemic, Trump's attention is on the latest Republican election conspiracy. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson filed a lawsuit yesterday on behalf of the state of Texas against Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, arguing that these four states, all of which helped Biden win, 
used the pandemic to justify ignoring federal and state election laws. His goal? Block the election results from these key states. Paxton, who, by the way, has been indicted on securities fraud and accused by top aides of bribery, abuse of office, and other potential criminal offenses, all of which he has denied, insists these states violated the U.S. Constitution by allowing their legislatures to make last-minute changes that ignored federal election regulations. There has been zero credible evidence to support any of these claims. But that hasn't stopped the President of the United States from jumping on board, tweeting this morning, we will be intervening in the Texas, plus many other states, case. This is the big one. Our country needs a victory. Paxton in Texas filed this case yesterday, the same day the U.S. Supreme Court denied another Republican bid to block certification of the Pennsylvania election results. It was a one-line order from the high court and indicated no dissent, not even from the president's hand-picked last-minute justice, Amy Coney Barrett. And finally today, the battle for the Senate is in full swing in Georgia. In a joint statement, Republican Senators Leffler and Perdue said they, quote, fully support President Trump's election lawsuits, including the most recent from Texas. In their statement, the senators praised the president's actions and argue that no one should have to question the integrity of our election system. Georgia is one of the four states that Paxton is suing on behalf of Texas. And this comes after Georgia recently confirmed Biden's win for a third time. But there's a lot of dissonance here. On Fox last night, Senator Leffler talked about how important it is for people of Georgia to trust the voting process. This latest chapter in our election drama just highlights the tightrope Republicans are walking in Georgia, both to kowtow to the president and his demands, while also convincing voters in their state to trust the election enough to come out and vote in January. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And please take a moment to be sure and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.